is Pittsburgh still fundamentally running the same defense and the concepts that they have in the past? And if so, how does that help you in terms of, I guess, getting a jump start on your preparation for them? Yeah, there's, uh, you know, there's plenty of carryover um, from what we've competed against in the past. Um, <clears throat> you know, they, they've they got, you know, a, a certain volume of things that they, uh, you know, I'd say are core things to them that they, they do each year. Um, and they have, you know, they have plenty of change-ups that, you know, depending on the game, the opponent, you know, or how they feel like they need to defend you um, that they can kind of unveil and use at their disposal each week also. So um, this is a very, you know, we've played them a lot, but it's always a difficult preparation. One, because they have uh, good players. Uh, two, they're very well coached. And their style of play, I mean, they play with great effort and physicality. Uh, there's nothing easy. Um, they don't give up many big plays, uh, and then they create a lot of disruptive plays with what they do. Um, and then to top it all off, you know, there's the element of the unknown, which in every game you play against them, there's going to be some element of adjusting that needs to take place because they're going to change something, you know, that you prepared for, and, and they're going to make an adjustment that they think is important you know, to make that week, and then you're going to have to switch something up or adjust in the game as well. So um, really, uh, really, really tough opponent, a tremendous amount of respect for uh, Coach Tomlin and uh, Coach Butler and this whole defensive group. Uh, we've played against them a lot, and uh, they're obviously very playing very well right now. Um, you know, lead the league in sacks, create a lot of negative plays, don't give up many yards, stop the run, good on third down. I mean, this is – this is uh this is a big challenge. This is a tough place to play. My next question, Mike Pataglia, followed by Tom Kern. Thanks, Stacy. Uh, morning, Josh. Um, wanted to uh, ask you about uh, ball security, and um, you guys, especially Tom, has been exceptional in taking care of the ball. I think it's 23 touchdowns, one interception, um, yeah, since 2006 against the Steelers. That's I think seven wins over eight games. Why is ball security such a big deal? Uh, it always is, but why are you guys so good at it against the Steelers? Well, I think, uh, you know, it's one of, if not the most important statistic in in most NFL games uh, is being able to take care of the ball and, and uh, protect the possession of it when you have it. Um, you know, Tom deserves the credit for, you know, what he does, you know, on the field. And, and, you know, we, we certainly try to drill ball security drills and those types of things. But ultimately a lot of times for the quarterback, uh, ball security comes down not only to fundamentals, but decision-making, um, you know, and, and so when you're under duress, uh, you have a split second to make a choice and, you know, you could, you could choose to try to do something heroic or you could choose to try to make a smart decision and, you know, take your medicine on that play and understand that you're not going to, you know, every play is not going to be a 50 yard touchdown. And, you know, if they have really good players and a good scheme and sometimes they're going to get you. And so sometimes I think accepting that is not only um, a big part of taking care of the ball, but then making that critical decision under pressure is really important. Um, 
I don't know the numbers, you know, the last so many times we've played Pittsburgh, but I know, I know they've created pressure on our, on our quarterback. I know they've sacked us and each one of those plays, there's obviously the element of ball security to finish the play to make sure that we still have the ball. And, uh, you know, Tom has historically done a great job of taking care of it. And, and uh, we're going to need to do a really good job this week because when they create turnovers, uh, put their offense on a short field. Obviously, that's that's not a good thing for us. <clears throat> Great, thanks, Josh. Uh, next question is Tom Kern, followed by Mike Reese. Hey, Josh. Um, hey, Tom. Just looking at the performance of Gronk this past week, outstanding with every target he pulled in, but also to the punishment that he incurs during those plays. Just not even on a how do you avoid that because it's just part and parcel of the position. But do you marvel at the number of hits that, that he has to take to, to keep ticking in this, in this league? Not just this. It's a, uh, uh, well, there's no question that he's an extremely tough guy. Um, I think we have a lot of those guys on our team and, and Gronk certainly one of, um, you know, one of the tougher ones, you know, in the league at that position, you know, and, I think because of his size and, you know, um, you know, where he usually catches the football, which is in between the numbers, um, you know, there's, you know, there's a lot of bodies that, you know, eventually come downhill towards him and, and have an opportunity to make a decision how they want to try to tackle him. Um, most of those people usually go low. Um, you know, there's, you know, they could choose to do some other thing, but a lot of times they go low um, because of, you know, how big he is and, you know, the the concept of trying to tackle him high, you know, generally isn't high on everybody's, you know, wish list. So um, there's no question that, look, playing his position, you know, at his size and understanding what, what happens in our league now, you know, with the emphasis on not hitting people in the head and all the rest of it is, you know, you, it requires a tremendous amount of courage, um, you know, to go in there and continue to, to you know, run past routes inside. Um, you know, you know you're going to eventually incur some punishment, some hits, and um, thankfully most of those are not to the head and neck area anymore, you know, and that's a good thing. Um, but, you know, there's no, there's no doubt that toughness and courage is a huge element of playing inside in our league and in the passing game and having success and being able to, stay focused on the football, finish the play properly, understanding in the back of your mind, you know, you're going to take a hit. So um, I would say Julian is, <clears throat> is right up there also. I mean, they, they both do a lot of stuff inside and, um, and they, and they have a great understanding of how that works. And, um, and neither one of them plays the game with fear. So uh, tremendous amount of respect and appreciation for all of the things that they do inside and the toughness that they display week in and week out. Thank you. Uh, next question, Mike Reese, and I would encourage anyone to hit five star if you have any other questions for Josh. All right. Thanks, Stacey. Josh, how are you today? Good, Mike. How you doing? Good. Doing well. Um, I actually was thinking along two lines. The first with toughness was James Devlin, and just sort of one of the interesting things is I think coming into this season, he had one rushing touchdown in his career, and I think he has four this season, three in the last two weeks, and it just got me thinking about what makes you call like a fullback dive? Like how has this sort of suddenly become, you know, a big part of what you guys have done the last couple of weeks? 
yeah, um, well, James, you know, James will do anything we ask him to do. Um, he'll, he'll he'll block, he'll pass protect, he'll carry the football if we ask him to. He'll catch it um, and do his part. He'll you know help chip defensive ends or you know pass rushers if that's what we ask him to do. Um, he serves a lot of uh, roles for us, and um, you know Dante uh, and and Cole and Ivan. I mean they they you know do a, a, a tremendous job of evaluating those goal line and short yardage situations. Dante's done this for so many years and been tremendous at it. And, you know, and, and depending on the front or you know, the matchups or what have you, you know, you, uh, you have to try to keep things moving a little bit uh, on the defense, but also try to find the sweet spot that you want to try to run into each week. Um, and it just so happens that, you know, we have that play in our offense, um, you know, and, and James is a productive runner when he's had his opportunities to do that. Um, and, you know, and he's he's been, uh, you know, he's been successful when we've handed it to him this year. So, um, again, not something that you do every single week, not something that is, you know, necessarily um, something that you're going to repeat over and over and over again. But uh, depending on, you know, what the defense may be giving you or, or where you think your best opportunities are, you try to make your best decisions in those situations and get the ball in the end zone. And Josh, you know, this week with the Steelers, I would think you guys are going to go back and at least refer to last year's game. I'm sure we will in the media look back at how just back and forth that ending was last year. From your perspective, what can you take from the way that game sort of went back and forth frenetically, you know, with the Jesse James catch, no catch, back and forth it goes that you can carry into this week as sort of a lesson from that game. Yeah. Um, I, I think every time you play Pittsburgh, um, one, you know they're they're well coached. You know they're really tough physical team. Um, they're very similar to us in many regards in terms of the way we play. I mean, their style and scheme may be different, but um, the players, the way they're coached, um, they're kind of a – you know, they're a, a blue-collar team that, you know, prides themselves on being physical and tough. And, you know, on defense, they try to stop the run and, and uh, get after the quarterback. And, um, and and they're mentally tough. You know, that game had a lot of ebbs and flows in it, uh, back and forth. Um, and so no matter what happens early in the game this week, um, it won't make any difference. It's going to be a 60-minute battle, you know. And um, I would expect them to, you know, it's kind of a punch counterpunch thing and you know you, you you just try to have a great week of preparation prepare your guys as best you can to go out there and play against a really good team in a in a crazy environment it's one of the best places to play in the league on the road and um you know you 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 go in there expecting that it's going to be tough and you're going to have to have mental toughness and physical toughness in order to to, to hang in there and, and play all four quarters the way you need to so uh, last year was no different, um, you know, and they're uh, they're having a really good year again on defense, and we understand what the challenge is going to be, and we're going to need a great week of preparation and understand that, you know, everything ain't going to be perfect on Sunday, uh, but we're going to have to hang in there and keep battling, and, and our guys did that last year, and we're going to need to do it again this year. Looks like the final question will be uh, Henry McKenna. Go ahead, Henry. Hey, Josh. How are you? Good, Henry. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Uh, I was curious about uh, the sort of copycat nature of the league, and I know you've been designing plays for a long time, so 
I imagine that not only has a team stolen your play ideas, but also ultimately used those plays against the Patriots. So uh, if that's happened to you, um, what's that like for you as a, as a play designer to kind of see your, your creation ultimately sort of come, come against you, bite you a little bit? Um, that's tough to answer. Um, the reason I say that is because usually I don't see much of what the other team does against us. Um, so I don't really know generally if that is or isn't happening. Um, I would just say the same thing I've said in the past. Um, you know, <clears throat> there's a lot of really good coaches and, and a lot of, you know, unique designs and people are always creating new things to try to give themselves an advantage each week. Um, and, you know, we're all football coaches. We all see, you know, different games when we're looking at tape of an opponent like Pittsburgh this week. You know, you may see somebody else's offense, see something that is of interest to you. Uh, but ultimately, I think the most important thing when, you, when you're looking at somebody else's scheme is, is trying to make decisions on what works for your team, you know, because none of us have the same players. So, you know, if, if our guys can do something well that somebody else might have done and it fits who we are and, and our personality and the strengths and weaknesses of our players, then great. And I'm sure that other coaches and teams, you know, you know, do it very similarly, similarly to that is trying to make decisions about what they feel like fits them. So, um, like I said, we've copied as many things from other people as other people have copied from us, I'm sure. And uh, it's all football, you know. You, you you have to. The most important thing is, you have to, you know, you have to play with good fundamentals. You have to block. You have to run. You have to throw and catch. Uh, you have to pick up blitzes, and and those things are really the most important, you know, in, ingredient to to our success each week. It's not a, a play call or a scheme or some design. It's just our guys going out there and playing good, solid football, and. Um, and when we win, it's because they, they do a lot of really good things on the field.